BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and you're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, development, and training. I want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Henry Schein, and Vocal. Without their support and expertise, these podcasts would be very difficult. Also, a shout out to David Wolf and his podcast team for putting together these excellent productions. On our last podcast, I had a special guest, Devin Schumacher. He's created an ebook with a step by step guide or basically following a five-step formula to help improve our production, increase our patient base. As we know, we're mostly healthcare professionals that listen to this podcast, particularly in medicine, but more particularly dentistry. And most of us are excellent and well-trained in the clinical aspects, but sometimes in the marketing and the business aspect of healthcare, we need expertise and we need help. In our last podcast, Devin explained how if you follow the correct formula, 
and diligently do what needs to be done. It's not uncommon to see within 60 or 90 days, your revenues double or even do better than that. Devin, can you just explain how you got into this particular area of expertise and a little bit about your business before I go through some pertinent questions that I think make sense based on our last podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So I run a marketing agency called Serpco and it began about five to seven years ago. I would say at this point, I don't know exactly, but I started by having to take things into my own hands while working on some of the brands that I was personally involved with, brands that didn't end up working out. And it was because of a lack of marketing. So being a subject matter expert in those things didn't take me all the way to the finish line. I had to figure out growth. And by doing so, I ended up spending so much time doing digital marketing that I just ended up basically starting a digital marketing agency. And one of the first things that I did was partner with a friend of mine who was in the field and we acquired a dental SEO company and built it out. It was called the SEO dentist and it evolved into SERP dental And so we work with now, you know, hundreds of dentists across the United States, Canada, and Australia. And we also work with a number of other businesses, which is helpful because we can take strategies and see things through a lens that works for other industries and apply it to dentistry. And we've had uh, an enormous amount of success growing our clients' practices by being able to, um, you know, apply those methods across the board. Devin, in our last podcast, you mentioned or just did basically an overview of the five steps. And step one was the correct way to speak to your customer, the correct way to get their attention. You then came up with step two, which is to unlock the full market formula. And step three was the importance of messaging, how to get that attention to your client or patient. And then fourth was copywriting. And fifth, you had mentioned that most dentists and healthcare providers are probably the weakest in, and that was crafting a better offer. And you you led me to believe that that's probably one of the more important of the five steps. Can you give an example to our listeners of how they might want to start thinking about crafting a better offer and some suggestions? Yeah, sure. And actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the example in a field unrelated to dentistry. So we can all kind of, you know, take our heads out of the game for a second and just look at this overall picture, because I think it's going to actually be a little bit easier. And this is an example I like to give And it has to actually do with fitness and personal health. And so it's something everybody can relate to. But imagine that you are trying to lose weight and you're looking for someone or some kind of business to help you do that, right? A gym, let's say. If you're going to a gym or if you are the gym, your product is to help somebody get fit and lose weight. All right, fine. Well, you can go to 24-Hour Fitness, you can go to LA Fitness or whatever these big box gyms are, and you sign up for a hundred bucks a month. And, you know, you as the consumer, you're just really calling places and figuring out, all right, who's going to lock me in for the least amount of time and has the cheapest rates and a a couple machines I can work on, I guess, right? So we we all know that consumers are going to call up a couple of providers and shop you on price. And nobody wants to be that discount provider. Nobody wants to keep just getting in a war racing their prices to the bottom. So in in the fitness example, 
One way that you can make your offer better is by thinking about what the customer actually wants. Well, the customer wants to lose weight and they're coming to you and you're offering them some kind of membership. What could you add on on top of that that's going to help them solve the next immediate issue and make your offer better? Well, if I'm coming in and I need to lose 50 pounds, let's say I sign up and I'm going to start working out. What's the next immediate thing I need? Well, I might not know how to do the workouts. So I might need some instruction or some videos or something like that about how to do the workouts. Something else I might need would be nutrition advice. And once I get the nutrition advice, what am I going to need next? Well, I'm going to know all of these things that I need to eat, but I'm going to have to have recipes. And the thing that I'm going to need after recipes is a shopping list. And these are all things that consumers have to figure out on their own if they're not provided to them, which are going to drastically inhibit their chances of having success and losing the weight. So as the provider, as the gym, I want to make sure that the customer is going to lose that 50 pounds. And the way I can do that is by offering them and providing things, packaging this into my offer that are going to help basically virtually guarantee that they're going to get that result, which means not only do I want to provide them the facility, I want to provide them some kind of video training so that they know how to do the workouts. And I want to provide them a grocery list and I want to provide them maybe even a meal service. I want to provide them all of these things that I can bundle into my offer and make my offer more appealing that are going to help guarantee their success. And now if I'm the consumer and I'm saying, do I want to go to option A, which is going to give me a gym membership or option B, which is going to give me a gym membership, a nutrition guide, a, a portal that shows me how to do all the exercises and a shopping list that shows me all of the grocery stores around my area with the places they're going to be have the best prices, you can charge more and you're not even really going to be able to be compared. So when you start thinking about like that from the dental perspective, if you're selling dentures or if you're selling teeth whitening, what else can you sell? What's the immediate next thing that that person is going to need to help them get to their true goal, which is not I need to whiten my teeth. It's something else. It's I want to look better for X, Y, Z, or I want to feel better, et cetera. So when you start thinking about it that way, you can create a better offer that when someone's comparing you to another provider, they, it would just be ridiculous for them to not choose you. I think that makes a lot of sense. As you, most of our listeners know, I've been practicing dentistry for over 39 years and still practice full time. And one of the things in our last podcast, Devin, that you mentioned is typically someone like me would probably give a consultation and recommendation to a team or a group to consider between two and three percent of your net revenues towards marketing. And you came across with an excellent point that your digital marketing should bring in two to three times the amount. So don't look at it as an expense, but more of an investment. Can you just, uh, am, am I correct on my interpretation during that last podcast that this is an investment? And typically if we're taking the right steps and doing things correctly, for every dollar in digital marketing, you would like to see a return of two to $3. Is that correct? That's correct. At a minimum, I would like to see a return of two to three dollars to make sure that it's sustainable. And I say that two, two to one, three to one from my side as the digital marketing agency, because we don't always know what you're running in terms of profit margins. You could have larger overhead than the average or whatnot, but having two to three ROI on the top end usually leaves you enough with 
with you know standard profit margins that you're you're at least acquiring at break even or better. And of course, you want to get paid to grow. But if you're breaking even to grow and you can make it back up on the LTV, that's great. In uh, the last podcast, you also said something that stuck by me that I thought was very important, and I'd like to share it with our listeners today. You said many times the dentist's heart and mind are in the right place, but we forget to inspect what we expect. And I'll say that again, you fail to inspect what you expect. And that simply meant my understanding is, is we spend the money, we put our dollars in an expert's hand, but you have to have enough knowledge and insight to understand what you're getting and what to expect. Can you explain that in a little more detail for our listeners? Sure. And you, you have it exactly correct. It's that when you spend the money, to have another expert provide a service for you. Just like if I was going to go to a dentist, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, but I need to know enough that when I walk out of there and I look in the mirror, if I'm missing a tooth, something probably went wrong. So you have to just be able to inspect what you expect. And it doesn't mean do a full audit of the person's work and try to tell them how to do things better. But it just means that when you, spend money to have somebody else take care of an issue or a problem for you, which is exactly what you should be doing when, when you're an expert in your field, you should be focusing on your stuff. But when you do that, you have to know enough to be able to understand, is this person doing what I need and are they getting the results that I should be getting for what I'm paying? I'd also like you to touch base for someone like myself and many of the dentists that I know as colleagues professionally, what I see is sometimes we grow too fast and our infrastructure isn't prepared. What that may mean is we may not have enough phone lines to accept the incoming calls. We might not have enough clinical assistance to help provide the correct service in treatment. In other words, we've overflowed uh, because the marketing strategy is working, but we weren't prepared from an infrastructure. It may be we don't have enough operatories. We may not have enough parking in our facility. Can you touch base on some of the recommendations and suggestions so that once these new clients and customers and patients enter into our facility, they're greeted with a higher level of care, service, and results? Sure. I think this is um, an issue that goes across the board for entrepreneurship. And you're always going to be, if when you're growing, you're always going to be running into issues and, and kind of figuring it out as you go. But you have to realize that the more revenue you produce, the more you have the flexibility to be able to hire people and provide that better experience. And temporarily, the experience you provide may suffer slightly in relation to what you're used to giving, but ultimately you can provide better services. You can have better equipment. You can have a nicer facility when you are generating revenue. But to your point, the things I see happen a lot. Actually, this is a very common thing. We see a lot of dentists that are even about to pause their marketing with us until they look at the numbers. And I'll give you some specific examples, but I noticed that with dentists, a lot of the times they're extraordinarily busy. And like all entrepreneurs, they're doing a hundred things at once while trying to really just focus on what they enjoy and what they're there for. I say that every business 
uh, small businesses, small to medium size, they are made up of three roles. You have the subject matter expert, you have the entrepreneur or business owner person, and then you have the marketer. And that might all be the same person, but they're three different hats you have to wear. Most dentists that I deal with, they want to stick in the subject matter expert role and they should, but they don't have or they need a they need a little bit better grasp on what's going on with with the numbers. And here's the example that I was going to give you. We recently implemented a system where we not only we do we track the leads that we generate our clients, but we track the leads and with their practice management systems, we touch base and we we have them enter in sales numbers for everything that they sold for each person based on the ads we're running. And a lot of dentists I've noticed they're not really involved in that. They're, they have the front desk person or the administrative person or even the treatment coordinator do that. And they don't have an eye on those numbers. And at the very least, you have to have an eye on those, those types of numbers. Because we see dentists that say, hey, we want to pause our marketing. It's not working. And then when our account managers say, okay, that's fine. Let's just enter in your numbers because we haven't been able to do that with you yet. They enter in their numbers. And we had a dental practice recently that thought that they made no money and had actually made over $80,000 in the last 30 days because they just weren't entering the numbers and they didn't really have a view on that. So that's not an isolated incident either. This happens all the time where as soon as the person enters the numbers or really takes an involvement on that, they see like, wow, this is actually working. I just didn't know before because I wasn't tracking it. So I would say the thing that you can do the most is just be more involved with tracking things and and writing down those KPIs, even if you can only choose one to three KPIs per area that you want to focus on and improve, you have to do that no matter how much you hate numbers or how much you want to just be the dentist and the subject matter expert. You have to have some KPIs that you look at so you know if you're headed in the right direction or not because you can't improve something that you don't track. Well, I can tell you uh, with 39 years of experience, that is a consistent problem that I've had and I believe others have, and that is tracking the results. If you're not tracking, you just don't know where you're going, where you need to improve, and the list goes on and on. Devin, if you don't mind, can you tell our listeners how they can get your five-step guide, your ebook, how they can reach you personally if they're interested in learning more about your marketing expertise and how they're able to get your help to improve and grow their businesses? Sure. So our website is serp.co at serpco and you can get the growth report i believe it's on the homepage at serp.co otherwise you can go to serp.co forward slash growth hyphen report and if you want to connect with me personally facebook or instagram just search devin schumacher and i should be probably the first person to pop up Well, Devin, thank you so much. I know you're busy. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you speaking to our listeners today. I really got a lot out of the information you gave us, and I look forward to speaking to you in the future. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, development, and training. Again, as we close out, I want to thank our sponsors, Henry Schein, Patterson Dental, and Vocal, along with a big thank you to David Wolf and his podcast team for producing these excellent productions. Thanks again, everyone. I hope you have a great evening and I look forward to talking to you in the near future. Devin, thank you. Thank you.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.